Good morning, Top Fan Rivalry followers on a Friday. Yes, we made it. Yes, it's the end of the week. Yes, it's uh, very, very close to pitchers and catchers reporting. And yes, for those of you that have significant others, don't forget that Wednesday is a day you do not forget. Bring the flowers, bring the candy, whatever you got to do. Otherwise, you're going to be staying on a Top Fan Rivalry couch, and we don't want that. So Friday morning, good morning. We got a new guest in the clubhouse. DM, how are you doing on a Friday? I am doing great. How is everybody? Thanks for having me on. This is awesome. Really love what you guys are got going on. I really want to get involved with it. Kind of seen it. Real quick, I jumped in in that live. I liked it. So I liked it. Jumped out. So glad you reached out to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're glad, glad to have you on. So for those of you that are, I mean, obviously this is the audio version. I know what fan he is, but DM, tell me who your favorite MLB team is. Well, my favorite... MLB team. Sometimes I feel like it's a purse, but it is my favorite team, the New York Metropolitans. Yes, the New York Mets. Love me or hate me, for whatever reason, that is my team, the New York Mets. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you say that because I've had some Mets fans on recently, in fact, uh, and they they said, yeah, it's been a curse, but yeah, we're we're Mets fans. And father yeah, and son. Yeah, it comes with the territory. It comes with the territory. It's like a badge of honor. It's a badge of honor. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so um, how do you become a Mets fan? So it's a funny story. So growing up in the 80s, um, and yes, I, I was there young. Um, the Yankees weren't the greatest. So I'm from Connecticut, and we don't have a professional team. So you got two options. You're either going to be a Boston fan, or at that time, you were a Mets fan. And I know that sounds strange to people that grew up in the 90s and the 2000s, but legit. It was Mets hats and Mets gear everywhere. It wasn't Yankees everywhere. So growing up, blue and orange. So I was just gravitating towards blue and orange. So it was like a subconscious Mets fan. But I'm five or six, so I can't really follow sports. Where it really came in, so random, maybe like 1998 or 1999, whenever the wild card race was between the Giants, San Francisco Giants, and the Mets. And i never forget this day. I was following every other sport, but it was like, I'm not following baseball. And I was just about to walk out the house, and on the TV I saw that they were battling. And I just remember saying, you know what? Whoever makes it, whoever makes the final wild card, I'm going to cheer for them. Because I don't have a team, I'm going to cheer for them. And lo and behold, it was the Mets. And that was the year that they teased me, and I thought we were going to be the Braves. <laughs> And we were walking the series, and so I'm thinking, okay, I made a good made a good choice. We all made it to the World Series. We made it to the World Series, and then I I lived the last 20 years of that. But um, that was that's where it started. Literally, it was just random. So I could have been a San Francisco Giant fan, and look how that would have went through. Oh, uh, that that wouldn't have been good. That wouldn't have been good. Being a Dodger fan myself, I'm glad you made the right choice. The, there we go. Uh, the Mets. It's funny because '86. I remember watching that series. I grew up in the '80s as well. Um, and I remember watching that series. I was young, but I remember that. Most fans don't realize, unless you're in New York, most fans don't realize that the Yankees from 82 to 94 didn't make the playoffs. They didn't make the right? playoffs. Right, it was like that. non-existent. Yeah, and and it wasn't even close. It wasn't even pretty. Um, and so then in 95, they finally made playoffs. The entire run of Don Mattingly as a, as a player, they only made the playoffs his last season in baseball. And so most people don't remember that. And yet the Mets were there 
Um, and then you had the, the subway series in 2000 between the Mets and the Yankees. That, that one was fun, right? You know, Roger Clemens yeah, throwing yeah. the bat at Mike Piazza and all kinds yeah, of, yeah. Don't, don't get I always, started. No, no, no. I always looked at that as kind of like the crossing to, to your point. I never really thought about it like that, but it was like, from 82 on, and then the Yankees kind of took over. It was like that Subway series was like, at least on the East Coast, it was, that was huge. To everyone else, it was probably like, okay, but that was like huge. It was like, okay. And to me, that was when I really realized, yeah, yeah, this is going to be, this is going to be tough cheering for the Mets. <laughs> it's going to be a long, yeah. cold winter, a lot of years. <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, Favorite player uh, all time, I guess, and current favorite player. So all time is tough, and I and I and I think about it because I never played baseball to have like a position to like look at. So like in basketball, I was a point guard, so my favorite player is Tim Hardaway. So I would go and imitate him. So I just like baseball as a whole. So a lot of my players, they're like my favorite players, were like Dale Strawberry, like. Home runs. Anything that was like exciting, um, not good in anything that was pretty much presented to me, this is your favorite player. That's gonna be your favorite player as I was younger. But as I grew older, to this day, I argue with Met fans. Some Met fans have no idea who he is. My favorite Met player of all time, Ray Ordonez. Ray Ordonez was one of the best shortstops that we ever had, or second base, whatever. Sometimes he was our best middle infielder, Ray Ordonez. We had that was just one of my favorite players. Never really, obviously, we didn't win anything with him, but just as a to watch him, it was exciting. And then I gotta go, David Wright. Gotta go, Captain. Can't go wrong, David Wright. No, you can never go wrong with David Wright. And that's yeah. and it's funny because I did a, I did a, a research thing recently. Gosh, who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody about Hall of Fame, and David Wright had David Wright had a healthy career and you would have given him three to five more years, he would have probably hit 400 home runs and had 3000 hits. I mean, and he was amazing. So you oh, can't go wrong yeah. with that guy. Yeah. 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 And I can remember there's one play I can remember because um, the Connecticut on, on, I forget the station, but all the Mets games come on. And it, I remember it was like maybe 2005 or six. It was the first time he really caught my attention. And with me, it's simple, simple plays. It was like a pop-up bump, and he came flying in from third base, just diving forward. I never knew you can catch a ball. That, and when I saw that, and I was like, wow, okay. Yeah, we got something with him. So, yeah, David Wright. So I tell Mets fans this all the time. I have a love-hate relationship with David Wright. Okay. I love him as a player. But when he would come to L.A. or when he'd play the Dodgers, either in L.A. or when the Dodgers come, he seemed like he leveled up. So I had to hate him for three to five days. But yeah, I, I, yeah. I loved him as a player. He was so good and he was so entertaining. And he was the guy that you want to be around, right? right. He's not the guy that you you shake your head and you go, oh, uh, wow, this this guy's off the field. He's not awesome or, you know. Right. That was yeah. amazing. He was just absolutely yeah. and, amazing. And to, to your point, he, he knew that, okay, every game counts. But going to play Cincinnati, okay. But he knows Sunday night baseball, you're going to Dodgers. I'm staying up late tonight. David Wright, you know he's going to put on a show. He was he knew the pulse of the city, of the fans that we're staying up. West Coast, we're staying up. David Wright, don't go out there and strike out. So, yeah, Amen. 
Okay, so talk to me about talk to me about stadiums. Where have you been? Okay, so um, I've been to the which I missed the old Shea Stadium, and I, I love being the age that I am because you see these new age ball fields, and they're like, wow, like old Shea Stadium. Certain parts of you are scared, like they like hold your parents' hands real tight. So, um, old Shea Stadium and old Yankee stadiums, because the boys' club in Connecticut always had a nice partnership with. The stadium, so like every summer, free tickets to. So we basically lived at Shea Stadium and at Yankee Stadium. Um, I haven't been to other stadiums. A lot of drive bys. I find myself in different cities. Um, Cleveland. Um, however we refer to them now, their stadium outside. Um, and then flying. Well, no, that's Soldier Field. So, no, that's football. So no, that would be the two. The New York stadiums. Um, I wanted to go to the Nationals because I used to live in. Um. Uh, Northern Virginia, but I never made it to a Mets national game. I always wanted to go because the the Metro, it brings you right there. It was like the easiest thing to get to, and I never made it to Nationals Park. Yeah, yeah. The um, I, We had, uh, I was going to do a live with a gal um, one uh, one day. We were going to do a live, and she was going to the game. I said, let's do a live, you know, she's going to, and she all of a sudden ghosted, and I, and I thought, huh, what happened? Like, hope she's okay. Like she was taking the train in and apparently there was a bunch of dignitaries at the nationals ballpark that day. And so the secret service had cut off all Wi-Fi connection. So when you oh, got yeah. within a block of the, the stadium, the secret service yeah. had cut off all the Wi-Fi and all yeah. the, like you couldn't make calls out or anything like that. And I thought, Oh, well, I guess that's different than living on the West coast when we just deal with like the Kardashians or whoever. Right. Yeah. 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 No, that's listen. When I didn't realize this, a lot of things we see on movies are that happened when I first moved to Northern Virginia. If something happened, that's when they shut things down anywhere near the Capitol, the president, anything, it shuts it down. So yeah, yeah. I could believe they, they could cut the Wi-Fi, cut camera fees. I could believe all that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's she she I am'd me after she left the game and when she was on the train. She's like, Bill, you're not gonna believe this, but and I'm like, No, I believe it. I got you, I got you. Yeah, I, yeah. I understand. So, um, okay, so let me ask you this question. Okay. So we covered how you became a Mets fan, your favorite players, which I, I completely agree with you. I love the fact that you mentioned Ray Adonis, too. Um, you mentioned your ballparks. Now let's turn that question maybe on its head. And let's say that the month is June, you've got unlimited resources, and you, but you can only visit five ballparks that you haven't been to. Where are you going to go? You already mentioned one, National Park. Where are okay. you going to go? Okay, um, really heavily um, PlayStation. So I play a lot of MLB The Show. And the graphics, I've seen a lot of stadiums just off the graphics. So I would want to go to Houston, the truck. Okay. I just, I don't know why. I just would want to go there. Um, Seattle, I would want to go to Seattle. That retractable dome, with the dome open, though. I would want the dome open. Um, I don't know why, but I guess just to be there and growl the Braves. I would want to go to Atlanta. Um yeah, I think I can handle that. Um, and you may not like the, the Dodgers. I only got one left. If I'm going to be on the West Coast, there's something about seeing the balls go out into the water. I, I got to go to San Francisco. If I'm on the West Coast, I got to go to San Francisco. Something so, to see about the balls out in the water. So you picked great stadiums. I haven't been to National Fall Park. I have been to Truett Field. I did a tour. 
didn't see a game there. Saw the tour takes you on the field, and it's a phenomenal ballpark. That's Seattle. Um, yeah, no, that's uh in Atlanta. Um, oh, okay, okay. Went to a game in Seattle. Uh, that was a unique experience because the Blue Jays were playing, and everybody from Canada descends on Western Canada descends on oh. that ballpark for the Blue Jays. It's the strangest, weirdest right. thing, but okay. Um, Oracle Park in San Francisco is phenomenal. It's always cold though because it's right there on the water. So you even know what? if you went, I, that's now that you say that, yes, I can imagine that. But you just imagine it being hot because it's San Francisco. But yeah, the water, yeah, yeah. You would think that it would be hot, but it's not. And it's one of those things where you have, you think that it's hot, and but you get there and you're like, oh, this is right on the water, and it's it's a little chilly. It's it. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, even if you go to a, a 1.30 game in the afternoon on a Saturday, it's still chilly. Um, wow. Obviously, um, I've been down to Houston. That's a gorgeous ballpark. Absolutely gorgeous ballpark. And the fans down there, as much as as much as much they know that, you know, they may or may not have cheated type thing, right. they accept the fans are fantastic. The players, okay. that's a different story. But the fans are fantastic. In fact, I, I do a podcast <laughs> with a guy from Houston and he always jokes with me and he says, bang, bang, fastball. Like he, he knows that that's what we think about, you know, it's like, Hey, you know, 2017, but they, they're phenomenal. They're great people out there. And um, so if those are the places you're going to go to, man, you're going to have one heck of a ride, my friend, and you're going to have one heck of a ride. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm extra motivated now. Definitely extra motivated now for that. Okay. So final question for you as we wrap up. Um, again, we talked about the Mets, talked about your favorite players, talked about ballparks, talked about like kind of wish list. Now let's talk about the 2024 season. The pitchers and catchers report next week. Okay, what is your thought about where the Mets are at versus what the Vets can do? What are you looking forward to most in the 2024 season? Um, so what I'm looking forward to the most, and it's funny because I was literally just saying this. Um, I like that we're under the radar. I like that we don't have the best pitching staff with three pitchers going to the Hall of Fame. I like that we're kind of where we always are. We're just the must. I like that we have um, our relievers. Like, I know we signed a couple of uh, relievers in the last couple of weeks. I feel like we're trying to go about it sensibly and realize that we're not going to win one nothing anymore. Those days are, are over. And what I hope, I really, really, really hope that uh, David Stearns and his genius from Milwaukee, I really hope he lets the young players play because we have a lot of them. And watching Cincinnati last year got me excited. Just let them play. You never know what might happen. So I'm looking forward to us surprising a lot of people um, because we need we need that to survive. We have to be like 10 games back and everyone hates and then we come. But when we're up 11 games, I already know what's going to happen. We're going to lose <laughs> every time. It's it's funny that you mentioned this because I've said on a number of different podcasts, and and I'm not placating you, DM. I promise you, the Mets are either going to be really bad this year, or they're going to make that run for the wild card, and everybody's going to be kind of like, "What happened? How did this happen?" And I I actually yeah. think it's going to be the latter. I actually think they're going to make that run, but like you said, nobody's paying attention to them. They're paying attention to the Bronx. They're paying attention to Philly and Atlanta. You, on the other hand, they're looking at going, okay, you know, whatever. Yeah. And that's when you guys are just going to slide yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, the Mets. So I feel like we came back. I feel like 
after 2015, which was just kind of like, who saw that coming? Um, another miracle type situation. We make a trade out of nowhere. Here we come. Right. I feel like we just kept trying to grasp that straw and we just kept trying to not let it go instead of let it go. And let's start. So I think. Finally, what? Try to let it go and build something from. Home. I love it. I love it. All right, my friend, I before we wrap up this Friday morning with this conversation, which we got to get you back on. I know you do a couple of things. Tell me a little bit about what you do so that the people that are listening to this from Top Down Rivalry get to know you a bit. Okay, well, I'm DM Livingston from Livingston Sporting News. I do a daily Monday through Friday podcast where it's pretty much, it's me giving my perspective on the night events, things that's taking place. Um, I try my best to keep it professional as I can be, but it's more of a little twist on my little sarcasm, but it's all in good fun because all of these athletes are better than me, um, just not better than most of the people they are playing around. So I just give you my take perspective. I'm pretty much everywhere. So you put DM Livingston, Livingston Sporting News. Um, no doubt it'll pop. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I, I found you through Instagram. I found you uh, with what you were doing with your podcast. You reached out, you started following us. We followed you back immediately. And I like what you do. I, I too, my friend, my friend, I, I got a little sarcasm in me too. I but like you say, I respect the player because yeah, yeah. they're playing at a level that I never played at. Um, but there are certain times when you just right. gotta shake your head and kind of go, That just happened. We should probably talk yeah, about that yeah. for a second. That just happened. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right? Um and so I appreciate you being on today. Stick around for a second. Um, but Absolutely. top fan rivalry followers, this is DM. We will tag him in the post this morning. Enjoy your Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Stay out of trouble. If you're going to get in trouble, I guess, call us. We'll help you. Um, but DM, thank you so much. Let's get you on again soon, yeah? Yep, absolutely. All right.